So Section 8.3 of SASA gives governing bodies this power to determine codes of conduct for the school, but it's not an unlimited power in that sense. And what the Schools Act does provide for as well under Section 8 is that it gives the Minister of Basic Education the authority to set <coughs> national guidelines, excuse me, on codes of conduct. So it, these guidelines are intended to help school governing bodies when they're determining what and how they want their own particular codes of conduct to look. So now the minister has established these guidelines for uh, codes of conduct for schools. And Section 4.5 is particularly important for your purposes. And this particular section speaks of the rights of learners to to freedom of expression in the schooling environment and what these guidelines make clear is that that freedom of expression in the schooling environment is not only about what a learner is allowed to say and what a learner is not allowed to say that freedom of expression can extend to things such as um the right to to read so whether you want to read a particular book or the the right to wear a particular item of clothing but potentially or, or the right to to hear and to listen to certain things potentially can also form part of the right to freedom of expression and the right to like I mentioned to wear particular clothing would also form part of the right to freedom of expression and the code of conduct speaks about this outward expressions and it uses the examples of of clothing and hairstyles so when I speak about wear the reason why I focused on the right to wear is because we often find these scenarios in in the in the news about learners uh, wearing their hairstyles in in an afro uh, or natural hair so to speak or learners wearing their hair in uh, Rastafarian learners wearing the hair in dreadlocks or learners in general wearing the hair in dreadlocks and there are uh, arguments about these learners being excluded from school because they they violated the school's code of conduct because the school's code of conduct maybe doesn't allow them to wear the, the dreadlocks, right? So what the guidelines on the national guidelines or school of conduct states is that that learners are entitled to freedom of expression and that in certain situations this would include these outward forms of expression such as hairstyles and, and particular items of clothing. But what the code also makes clear is that this right to express themselves, for learners to express themselves, is not an absolute right and it doesn't allow for learners to go around swearing or insulting uh, or using our language as a form of expression, freedom of expression wouldn't extend to this and it wouldn't extend to sort of unruly behavior on the part of learners and any type of behavior that's going to result in uh, disturbances for the schooling environment that are, are going to make it impossible to learn. So what the guidelines specific mentioned, they, the words that they use is this material and substantial disruption. So any form of expression that's going to result in this material and substantial uh, disruption of the schooling environment that's going to, to negatively impact upon the other learners in the school or that's going to negatively impact on the ability of the school to, to run its day-to-day -day operations mm -hmm. and to function as a school would um, amount to the types of behaviors that is not covered by the right to to freedom of expression. 
And another thing which the national guidelines make clear is that school governing bodies should uh, these codes of conduct should include provisions for due process. So what we what we mean when we refer to due process is that procedures need to be in place to allow for school governing bodies to um, for learners to come before school governing bodies with their complaints if they are unhappy about the code of conduct, if there's any type of conflict concerning the code of conduct, to be able to come with their grievances and come with their complaints and, and a method and a process and an appeal process for them in which to do so in order to resolve any conflicts that may arise as a result of their potential right to freedom of expression being being limited by these codes of conduct and um so yes, so essentially what you need to understand is Section 8 empowers the, the, the governing bodies to establish codes of conduct and to understand that and then to move on to the national guidelines under Section 8 that the minister has issued and how that centers around a learner's right to freedom of expression.